You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You're listening to BGN Radio with Brandon Lee Gowton and Jimmy Kemsky. What's going on, everybody? This is BGN Radio, episode number 303. I'm Jimmy Kemsky from phillyvoice.com. With me, as always, is Brandon Lee Gowton of Bleeding Green Nation. We're going to have a shorter episode here uh, today. I'm not feeling very well. I was sick, then I got better, then I got sick again. It's really freaking annoying. Like, shouldn't my body be taken care of whatever, like, uh, it just took care of, like, a week ago? Like, come on, get it together, Jimmy's body. Uh, anyway, uh, we are going to get to some Eagles injuries ahead of the wild card round of the NFL playoffs, which I'm very much looking forward to because I don't have to work <laughs> while watching them. And then I think from the Eagles fan perspective, you can just watch a bunch of playoff games in a stress-free environment while your team is also still alive. Uh, so we'll get to all that. But first, how are you, Brandon? And what do you have to tell us? Well, Jimmy. It won't only be fun because you can just watch them. You can also bet the games if you would like to. And the NFL player playoff picture is locked in. And my go-to place for wild card round action, Jimmy, is DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL to kick off the road to the Super Bowl 57. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can get a no-sweat bet each day of the wild card round this weekend, just place any NFL bet of your choice. And if it loses, you get a free bet back up to $10. Action so good. Why bet NFL playoffs anywhere else? Um, you know, uh, I like the uh, Cowboys this week as my lock of the week on the SB Nation NFL show. Okay. So maybe if you, and I'm 12 and 6. Well, I'm 12 Surprises and 6 me a little bit. in my locks of the week, by the way. Um, and am I hedging potentially here? Of course, <laughs> okay. but also I have been pretty good with that because RJ is like eight, eight and whatever and stats is below 500. So, you know, I've had a good record with this and I'm above you and picks against the spread in the BGN radio standings here. So, you know, I might know a thing or two, maybe not. We'll see. Um, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code five questions. New customers can bet $5 on the NFL and get 200 in free bets instantly only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code five questions, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply see show notes for details all right um let's get to jalen hurts first uh he of course well the eagles had a practice on thursday we're recording this on friday late morning by the way uh he did not throw he made throwing motions with a towel and uh they'll practice again friday they haven't yet practiced uh today as we're recording this um, but yeah, he he didn't throw, which is uh, maybe a little mildly concerning. And the way that the Eagles talked about the way that Nick Sirianni talked about how much he was hurting during the game uh, and Jalen Hurts, you know, more or less uh, acknowledged it certainly didn't um, 
refute it. Um, not great because <laughs> uh, they only have a week to go, of course. He'll probably feel better for whoever they play in the divisional round, but uh, it, I think it's clear he's going to be hampered in some way uh, when when the when it's the Eagles' time to play in the yeah, divisional round. Yeah, I don't I don't fully know what to make of how forthcoming they've been with how much he's hurting. I mean, I guess it's one thing to be honest, yeah. and maybe that's the Occam's razor thing here. It's just the simplest explanation, but it's just not how a lot of teams, including the Eagles operate like Nick Sirianni admittedly is huge into competitive advantage and needlessly. So I think at times and subterfuge, but it seems like um, they're, they are being really honest here and the results bear that out in terms of Hertz, you know, being only, only so limited. I do think a week uh, time will make some difference. Um, and I do think that I expect him to still play at a high level. Um, he will be a decent amount of time removed from the injury. And part of it's because Jalen Hurts is really tough. So I don't really think it's, you know, the pain that's going to be, you know, it's not going to prevent him from playing. Certainly it's just kind of a question of, does it hamper him as a thrower? Is accuracy a big issue? Um, You know, kind of those things, but Hey, um, maybe there's a situation here, depending on the opponent, especially where you might be able to ride a little bit heavier of a run, you know, running game than you would be able to otherwise, and kind of maybe hopefully ideally kind of limit some of the attempts he has to make and not have to go in a game and have him drop back and throw the ball like 40 plus times and win that way. Um, but if you do, I mean, <laughs> that's going to be the situation you're in. I think, I think I believe in Jalen Hurts, even if he's hampered a little bit to be able to beat the wild card opponent they're going to have to face. But once you get to the championship game and he might be healthier by then, that's kind of where I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if he takes a shot on that shoulder too in game, how much is he going to, be affected by that going forward in that game like is it gonna make him you know basically you know like super ineffective because he can't throw as well anymore and he you know can't run more because he's he's prone to uh the Eagles were 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 pretty much saying that he's not prone to further injury which uh a doctor who talked to uh Tim McManus for a story on ESPN I won't say he refuted that necessarily but um he said that it can get further inflamed and can hurt more uh, if he takes a shot uh, on that shoulder or, you know, basically the joint that's connecting basically the collarbone to the, um, I forget exactly what, what that connects to, but um, the, that SC joint. But um, yeah, he, uh, he, I, I think that, uh, you know, with him uh, potentially facing that, uh, you know, a, a, a different style of play uh, than we than we were used to seeing during the first uh, 13 games of the season. And uh, you couple that with Lane Johnson, who's going to it's going to be it's going to suck to be Lane Johnson over the next uh, for however many games they, they last throughout these playoffs, because my understanding is I never had a sports hernia before. But my understanding, it just sucks uh, dealing with that. Just regularly speaking, like just going about your day to day business. Uh, but playing a football game and having to block guys like Michael Parsons and Nick Bosa, it's just really going to suck for, for him. And there's only so much better he's going to get until he gets surgery on that, which isn't going to happen. It'll happen when the season's over. Uh, but those two guys are most two. There are the two most important players on the team, obviously. And uh, I think it's pretty clear that neither are going to be, uh, that neither are going to be a hundred percent or really all that close to it. I'll ask you my classic scale of one to 10, 10 being, you know, panic, sky is falling, concern level with Hertz and his injury status. Uh, I'll go five because I think they're, I think it's legit. I think there's legit concern there. Um, 
And maybe, you know, maybe the first drive of the series or of, of, of uh, the divisional round, he makes some plays with his legs, makes a nice throw, and then it's right. Exactly. What were we all worried about? <laughs> you know, we'll see. Uh, but I think as it as, as it stands right now, there there is cause for yeah. For some I mean, concern. I'm gonna I'm gonna go four. I think I have to go under the five because I think I want to give Jalen Hurts some benefit of the doubt because I think he's earned that. And honestly, it's a weird position to find myself in, especially given how the Eagles with injuries not too long ago were not always so great with uh, managing expectations and managing the injuries necessarily and, you know, everyone wanting to fire the medical staff all the time. But I think for them. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I kind of forgot for about the all most that part. I think they've handled that really well. So, again, I think they've even earned some benefit of the doubt there. So I will. I think they've earned that. And I'm not this sure. mean like. I can come back. That'll come back to uh, that won't come back to bite me, and, and I'll regret that. But right now, um, I'm not going to just. I'm, I'm going to give them some level of benefit of the doubt and some trust. Um, but we'll see. Anything else on Hertz? Good news on the yeah. injury. No, I don't have anything further on uh, Hertz. But the good thing on the injury front is that Josh Sweat uh, said he's going to play uh, in the divisional round. So uh, good news there. Suffered that scary yeah. neck injury. The uh, Saints. Who was that against? Was that the uh, the Saints? Yeah. Um, didn't play against the Giants week 18, but he'll be back uh, for the playoffs, which is good news. 11 sacks on the season, of course, uh, to go along with the three other guys that that have double-digit sacks this year. That's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a big bonus to get him back because you don't have to play Robert Quinn. <laughs> you can play, you know, Brandon Graham has his normal number of snaps, and and Graham and, and Sweat and Reddick can be fresh. Uh, when, whenever they're, they're in the game and just basically terrorize opposing offensive tackles. So that, that, that's that's a big get back from yeah, know, injury. Yeah, and getting Quinn back too, who I thought showed some juice against the Giants. Um, he did, so I agree. He yeah. actually had mm-hmm. four hurries according to, you know, PFF's tracking, which, you know, take it. Yeah, he was four, huh? Team. So, again, you know, those are kind of – I think that okay. especially is kind of a you know, subjective stat. But whatever. I mean, you'll you like that over zero. You'll take it. And I think – you. He didn't play that many snaps in that game, too. Yeah, it was, like, under 20, yeah, I so, think. You know, he was pretty efficient, and I think yeah. that's a good sign. I think it, like, getting one guy back, like, get, like, because I just think it has such a, you know, domino effect because of how you can, you know, everyone can play fewer. You get the rotation stronger. You know, players can be more effective when they're not having to play the whole game. We've seen that with Brandon Graham. So I think, you know, getting Sweat back and having Bobby Quinn back as well, um, and have the both of them, I'm saying, is I think that's a big deal. It kind of, like, there's, like, an exponential factor there to value of them returning because you're getting both of them back and that rotation is getting stronger. So, uh, yeah, I think that's nice. Teams that won Super Bowls with, a, with just a pass rush. We saw the giants do it twice. Uh, the Broncos in, you know, Peyton Manning's last year when he was kind of washed at that point, they did it. Um, I mean, the Eagles could do that with, with their pass rush. 70 sacks on the season speaks for itself. And, uh, when you have guys like sweat and Graham and Reddick, and Hargrave and Cox, and then even like some of the other guys like Linval Joseph, who's just a run stopper, but uh, important piece there. And, and you know, and Dominican Sue, maybe he makes a play. Uh, Robert Quinn, maybe he makes a play. You know, we'll see in the playoffs. They're just loaded with talent and depth uh, along that defensive line. And, and that could be, you know, what what ultimately wins them a Super Bowl if they can get and that far. Really like, um, maybe they don't need Jalen Hurts to be 100%. Yeah, but and certainly I think, it's, it's I think those pass rushers <laughs> can potentially get better in the sense of this is like empty the tank kind of stage, you know, the season. You're not like saving anything. Sure. I remember it was such a big deal back in 2017 for Fletcher Cox. And I'm not saying this with him specifically this year. But the Eagles actually could afford to even rotate him less and play him more 
Um, so maybe they'll do that with someone like a Josh Wett, and you can actually play them a little bit more because you're not worried about managing them and getting them through. You're just worried about winning the game. Mm-hmm. So you kind of can ha- afford to have your better players on the field a bit more. Um, so I think that's another factor. The buy, and you get the buy too, fresh. so they'll be fresh. And and, and you know, yeah. Sweat did unfortunately the neck. Not that it's a bon- bonus, but like he did miss two games now in addition to the buy. So he's had multiple right, weeks off right. to keep the legs fresh there. The rest of his body should feel good. Hopefully so. Um, <laughs> elsewhere in injury news, Lane Johnson was seen doing some work on a side field. You know, he's expected to be ready, um, as you mentioned, for the playoffs. Uh, AJ Brown. Maybe not ready. Well, I mean, but in terms of being able to expected start, to play. Yeah, he's expected to start. <laughs> yeah. Uh, AJ Brown didn't practice, but it seems like it was a maintenance day. Aforementioned Robert Quinn yeah. didn't practice, also probably a maintenance day at this point. Yeah. So no Avante Maddox. I'm thinking. I've been saying like I think the championship game might make the most sense in terms of if the Eagles weren't going to put him IR on IR, then you would do that because you think you're, you might be able to get him back for the championship game. Maybe he could play right. the divisional round, but prob- no, or probably not. He's not practicing. If he practices next week, then sure, maybe, but I don't, I don't think so. And then the last one I have here is Aaron Sibos, who apparently out of the boot and said he's hopeful that he could play uh, in the divisional round. Um, mm, Aaron, I hadn't seen that. Okay. Yeah, uh, Aaron Sabas has not been good. To be clear, I think he, but he's at least like he's been okay. He's not been good. He's been okay this year. He's not been good. I would say he's been like below average or average. He's better than Kern. But yes, Brett Kern has been <laughs> awful, terrible. So like even just to go from that to like whatever kind of just meh is a big upgrade. So that would be a big yeah. return. Maddox, the point that you make there too is, um, um, you, they 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 didn't put him on IR. He got hurt in the Cowboys game, of course, on his sack of uh, Dak Prescott. Yeah. So uh, you have the Cowboys game. Um, the, if they put him on IR immediately after that game, he would have missed. You have you have to be on IR for a minimum of four games. Four so games, not four he would have missed the Saints game, yeah. Giants, four games, right. not four weeks. Yes, which kind of punishes him in in a weird way that. The Eagles were good enough to get the buy. It should be that should count. I feel like if you're a buy team, uh, you're yeah. right. A playoff buy should count, yeah. um, but it doesn't. So it's Saints. He would have missed it in that game, which he did, of course. Missed the Giants game, missed the divisional round, missed the conference championship game, and then he would have been eligible to come back for the Super Bowl. That they didn't put him on IR mm-hmm. at least leads me to believe that they think there's a chance he can be back in time for the conference championship game. Yeah. I think is what Brandon. Yes. So we'll see. gunning for there. Not necessarily a guarantee, but we'll see. All right, that's it on the injury front. Yeah. Um, we'll take a break here and get into our NFL picks against the spread. Make sure you check out rightdisfelon.com, rightdisfelon, craft jerky, BGN, disc, or the discount code is BGN15 for 15% off. Our good friend Rich Bobby, one of the most loyal listeners of the pod, um, was just tweeted out yesterday. Didn't even tag anyone that he got an order, so I gave him a nice little retweet to show that. People get this stuff, and it's good, and they like it, and they get it again. And that's the thing. Like you can see other discount codes, maybe for them or different other websites or whatever. A lot of times they're one time only. Not the case with BGN 15. It's lifetime. So you just keep using it if you want to keep using it and keep getting discounts. And if you're looking to buy, sell, or rent a house, Jimmy, which phone number do you want to call? 856 906 9295. Ask for, well, nobody else will answer the phone. It's Kristen <laughs> Rose's cell phone. If you asked. Call, call or text that or go to roachrealtors.com. That's right. We will be back after this. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, 
Determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Back here on BGN Radio, it's time to make our NFL picks against the spread. Um, also did this for the SB Nation NFL show, The Look Ahead. So make sure you check out that pod as well. Sorry if there's any repeat from me. A um, little overlap. That's okay. That's fine. Um, not everyone listens to every show, every podcast at all times. So, you know, it's fine. Yeah. And uh, and Jimmy's going to have some different takes anyway than I'm sure that we had on there. Um, we said we we're going to do every playoff game because we want to, I guess, give Jimmy a chance to catch me in the standings is the, <laughs> is the reality. Well, I mean, it's the playoffs. We should do every um, game. You know? yeah. it's not, there's not that many of That's them. That's true. Um, leaving week 18, I wrote the standings down here and I'm copying and pasting them. Uh, I went two and three last week. Jimmy went three and two. So you did gain a game. Oh, I am boom. 36, 33 and one against the spread in these picks. You are 31, 38 and one. And we're both 13 and four when it comes to picking the Eagles straight up, although that doesn't apply this week. All right, Jimmy, let's dive into it. The Seattle Seahawks are nine and a half point underdogs against the 49ers. Who you got? I got the Seahawks in this and it's uh, almost totally weather related. So it's going to be ugly out there in San Francisco this weekend. It's going to be heavy rain, heavy winds. So I think it's going to be a low scoring game. Um, there are a couple different ways that you can look at this if you're like a 49ers fan. The positives are that the Niners are a run-first team, and they play great defense. So an ugly, rainy, windy kind of game suits them, doesn't suit the Seahawks so much. I think people think of the Seahawks as a run-first team because that's what Pete Carroll has sort of been pegged as, but they're not. Like They're like the 10th, most pass, 10th or 11th most pass-heavy team uh, in the NFL this year. So, yeah, that that kind of sloppy weather, you know, I think is more geared to what the, the 49ers do well. The negatives are that the Niners have a 10-game winning streak, and they're probably the hottest team in the NFL right now. I think they're playing the best football of any team in the NFC, at least. Um, they won seven of those 10 games by at least two scores. They scored 30 or more points in seven of those games during that streak. So... I think they'd probably just be happy with normal conditions because they're playing so well right. and they're definitely better than the than the Seahawks. Uh, so I think this rain, wind, uh, et cetera, could maybe serve as something of an equalizer for an otherwise overmatched uh, Seahawks team. I think the Niners, are, of course, of course, are going to win this game. Uh, but I, I think that it'll be – I think the, the, the elements will at least keep the scores down. And because the line is so big at nine and a half, I'll take the points. I really don't know what to make of Brock Purdy. And – I said on the the look ahead that I don't think anyone really truly does. I haven't seen him play a lot because, you know, I've been able to watch the 49ers on primetime since he's right. been starting. So I'm really interested just to see what he looks like because it feels a little too good to be true, right? <laughs> right? right? Uh, yeah. That being said, even if he's not 
what a great I just believe in this 49ers roster and the talent that they have a lot and the Seahawks resume is not impressive especially since week 10 when they lost to the Bucks in London like since then and they had their buy in there too they just they've not looked very good even some of their like some of their wins are like they just beat the Rams in overtime in a 19 to 16 game last week um they right to get into the playoffs they yeah. beat mike white okay like, like a, a win and stay alive right lose you're done yeah game. So like they really struggled to, to put away a bad rams team and the seahawks have not looked good against the 49ers specifically this year so yeah, yeah. I, i'm gonna take the 49ers to cover i think they're red hot they're probably the one of the hottest they might be the hottest team in the like going into the playoffs in of any team a lot of these teams didn't necessarily finish strong. They have the longest win streak. Yeah. I know that. So, I think the Bengals are second with eight. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I trust in the 49ers. I'll take them to cover. Okay. That brings us to – so we both have the – then by, you know, virtue of the Eagles' interest here. Um, so we the, – the attention will then focus so – the, so the Eagles will not play the Seahawks. We, they will play either at this point the Giants, the Bucks, or the Cowboys. We'll see if the Niners win. So yeah. if the Seahawks win, the Eagles it's settled. The Eagles, right. That's who the Eagles play. I'm saying, like, the, yeah, because of our picks. Yeah, like, we're picking it. Right. They're not gonna. They're gonna pick one of one of the, the three non Seahawks teams. But now we go to the AFC, where Doug is two and a half point favorites with the Jags against the Chargers. Give me no underdogs. Sorry. Yeah, sorry, I meant to say underdogs. Um, Doug, get, get out the dog. That's what I mean. Doug Peterson is an underdog. Are you kidding me? Give me. I'm gonna take Doug all day. Give me Doug. That's my pick of the week uh, with Doug. I don't. I just trust him a lot more than. I mean, so you look at like the quarterbacks, and I got to see a, a you know a decent amount of Trevor Lawrence to close the season, and he clearly has a lot of talent. He also just makes. Uh, a lot of unforced errors. Carson Wentz, like it, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Carson Wentz, but um, a younger, you know, not uh, willing to take coaching version. Right. <laughs> so, uh, I like Lawrence, but I am concerned about him. But as far as the coaching matchup goes, I just trust Doug so much more than Brandon Staley, who just makes weird decisions. Um, you know, both in game and otherwise. They they played their starters. We they're locked into the five seed week eighteen, and they played their starters. Mike Williams gets carted off with a back injury. Are you kidding me, idiot? Why are you playing your starters? What like it's crazy to me. You're locked into the to the five seed. You play your starters. Why? It makes no sense whatsoever. Not it makes no mm-hmm. sense. So they did that. They get they get they actually got a couple guys hurt. It looks like Williams is the only one that he might be affected by it in in this game. Uh, but yeah, give me the give me the Jaguars. That that by the way, that that stadium when they played the Titans yeah. week eighteen for the division, that was you could hear it on TV yeah. how loud that place was, which surprised me a little bit because I always think of like Jags fans as you know whatever. I mean, but they have a right that to place tune is out. packed. They have a right to tune out and be like apathetic, especially with how bad they've been. <laughs> right, uh, but they're back. They're back in. They're back in the playoffs, and that place is going to be loud I, uh, I on, on Saturday. And again. It's just like, why are you betting against Doug as an underdog? Like, that's a spot he can clearly have yep. success in. Like, I just, I don't think. And also, like, you know, look. Chargers are just classic underachievers yeah, exactly. year after year. And I like too. Herbert, but, like, I don't know. I just feel like, I don't know if he can overcome the Chargers being the Chargers. So, uh, you know, look, hey, if you, it's it's about, like, to me, if you're going to go down in one way, wouldn't you rather go down believing in Doug and not in the Chargers? Like, can't you live with yourself more that way? If you bet on the Chargers in this spot and 
or if you bet against them and then they won, would you feel like terrible about that? No, I don't think you would. You'd be like, okay, they actually won this time. That's kind of surprising. All right. Let's go then to Sunday, Sunday's slate of games, a triple header, if you will. The Dolphins okay. are 13 and a half point underdogs at home with Skylar Thompson starting at quarterback. I mean, to me, I'll take the Bills. Like, I just, I'm not buying the Dolphins in this spot. Yeah, two is out. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater almost certainly out with a dislocated pinky. Um, yeah, I don't think we need to talk much no. about this game, but let me let me give you let me throw something out here. Here's a take of mine okay. that I've had recent that I've been thinking about recently. Interesting. So there are three AFC teams that you know are almost that are extremely likely to go to the Super Bowl: Bills, Chiefs, Bengals. Yes. The other four teams, very little chance. We agree there, right? Yeah, I would. I think that the Eagle, if the Eagles were to go to the Super Bowl, their best AFC matchup is the Bills. Wow. And I'll premise this by I'll preface. Uh, so my premise here is that Mahomes and Burrow would be more than happy to just slice and dice Gannon's defense yep. in the short to intermediaries of the field, take shots on the field when they're there, but are more than happy to just take what's given. Yep. Whereas I think Allen is a little more of a cowboy. Um, He's a wild card. And like would get, yeah. Wild card, bitches. That's really the energy he's giving. Yeah. So I think he can make mistakes that maybe those other two quarterbacks wouldn't. He also has 13 fumbles on the season. Yeah. So if the Eagles pass rush were to get home, maybe they make a, hey, maybe they win another Super Bowl on a, on a, on a sack fumble. So, mm-hmm. Uh, that's, that's my early AFC ideal matchup take. You like that? I agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why when we were going through like preference earlier this week, that's part of the reason I picked, um, beating Burrow as one of the top things. So I think that would be such a tough matchup again, like Burrow against Jonathan Gannon's style of defense is terrifying to me. Like that terrifies me because even Mahomes, obviously who's amazing and it's hard to critique him much. Sure. He does have some of that Allen though. We saw that late in the, that when they got knocked out in the, in the playoffs last year against the Bengals, like he was looking like really rocky at the end of that game. Cause he was doing some stuff. I was like, what are you doing, dude? Like, look, there's some of that like volatility (laughs) there that doesn't show up a ton, but it can be there. And I just think Burrow, I think he has the more potential just to like kind of play the perfect game almost and take everything. And also, by the way, unflappable is how I would describe Burrow. And like, if he gets to the Super Bowl, he probably will have taken down the chiefs again, like again, like right, like, so he did it last playoffs. He did, and the, and the Bills. He, if if they win and the Bills win, they got to play the Bills. So he will be, if I'm not mistaken, yes, he will. Burrow will have been four and zero against the Chiefs in his last four starts against them too. Because what he beat him twice last year, and he'll beat him twice this year. So like that's terrifying. That's <laughs> this guy who can just like yeah. beat Patrick Mahomes at will. Like that that scares me. So yeah, I think that's a great take by you. Um, all right. Although the emotional factor is a little like tough i think yeah, yeah. sure Flip, you have like the uh you, you certainly have the hollywood uh ending potential like there destiny, with, you know, yeah with, so with damar um okay but we're both taking the bills to beat the dolphins um which i guess which afc team do you think has the best chance of upsetting like so we'll go from you know from yeah all the afc games because all of them are big underdogs um or at least uh well so we got what bills dolphins bills and ravens like out of those Bengals, I guess, Ravens, so, yeah, not including the Jags game. Um, Do you think the Ravens or Dolphins have a better chance of pulling off the upset? 
The Ravens. Well, we'll get to that Ravens, game in a minute because yeah. we have the Giants Vikings game in the afternoon window here. Giants are three point underdogs. I mean, I'll take that those points all day, baby. I'm not buying these Vikings. They're eleven and zero in one score games. They're going to get unlucky at some point. They just are. They are absolutely are. And also. For all of the troubles Daniel Jones has had holding on to the ball in the past, he's been really taking care of the football this year. And I kind of believe in that more than I do Kirk Cousins, who is a perennial loser and doesn't show up in big games. <laughs> Kirk's absolutely going to like have this WTF throw at some point that is going to cost them. And also, Kirk's teammates kind of hate him or at least don't like him and that has shown up in big spots. And I think Daniel Jones has the respect of his teammates. So, uh, and also I probably just believe in Dable and that coaching staff more than I believe in what the Vikings have going on. I think the Vikings have been very fortunate. Jimmy, the Vikings ranked 28th in weighted DVOA. They have a negative point differential. It's not a good team. I will take the points. Cause even if it's a close game, Giants could still cover and lose. I'll just give me the points. Yeah. It's funny. Cause you look at like these two rosters and, I think the Vikings have better players at like all the essential, not all, but almost all the essential positions. Like I know, like I agree with all your Kirk Cousins bashing just a second ago. He's a loser, but he's still better. He's still better than Dan. Dan I don't. Jones, I don't. I think it's close. Yeah. Okay. I think. I think the, the Vikings have the better quarterback, and I, I. I agree that it's marginal. Um, they have the better offensive line. They have better edge rushers. Mm, offensive lines banged up. Be- yeah, their right tackles out. Um. The Giants' offensive line is garbage, dude. <laughs> like, like they're it's just it's a bad offensive line, and then they have the best wide receiver in the NFL. Um, so, I think like just looking at like when when you when if you're with me on that anyway, it sounds like you're not. But uh, if you look at a team and you go better quarterback, better offensive line, better edge rushers, best wide receiver in the NFL, you think that'd be like an easy like slam dunk pick. But I don't really don't know what to make of this game. They like they just played what week sixteen. Week, week did, 16, I think. And then they lost them. And the, the Vikings won. Yeah, it's the third time the, the Giants have lost a game on a 60-plus yard field goal since the, you know, the, the, the Jake Elliott one was the first one in 2017. Um, but, yeah, I'm with you. I'm taking the Giants in the point. I have the Vikings winning mm. this game. But uh, if you're going to give me the three points, then uh, I, I, to me, it's like this is a coin, this is a coin flip game. And if you're going to give sure. me the three points, I'll take them. I agree. All right, so we only differed on one so far. That brings us to the Ravens Bengals scheme, where it sounds like Lamar Jackson not going to play. Tyler Huntley, I guess, will be the starter, even though he hasn't fully practiced this week. Yeah, uh, I am not. I know Burrow struggled against the Ravens specifically, although the, the, the Ravens were behind by a decent amount last week against the Bengals before it kind of got a bit closer. So I can, I, I'll trust in Burrow. I think he's going to get it done. Um, Ravens vibes are really bad with Lamar and everything going on there. Like, I don't even know. Like, I don't know. It just seems like, are they really like ready to fight for Lamar and go on a run? I just, I don't see it. I'll take the Bengals to cover the nine and a half. The Ravens have quite a streak going on right now. They, they have failed to score 20 points in six straight games mm-hmm. <laughs> like this. I just want them out because yeah. they're just boring to watch. Yeah. Like just get out, get out of the playoffs. Don't make me watch you like during, you know, a four o'clock, you know, Sunday window next weekend in addition to this weekend too. Prime time. Just get out get out of the playoffs. Let me watch better teams. Uh and I think the Bengals, you know, like like we mentioned earlier, they're they're one of the hottest teams in the NFL, eight game win streak and some impressive wins within that eight game win. Like one of them was the Bengals, or excuse me, one of them was the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Um they're just playing at a high level and um they 
I mean, they weathered some some injuries this year. They were without Jamar Chase for a while. They didn't get off to a great start. Yeah. They, but they lose their first two games this year. Yeah, because they lost to the Steelers and then the Cowboys, I believe. Yeah, so they were 0-2, and, and they ended up 12-4. and 4. Um, They were winning in that, then playing well, as far as I know. I, I missed the, that game with uh, DeMar Hamlin, but um, they I think were winning they were that, game win that game. When, I have like, very when, high confidence uh, they were going to win that game. When that disaster occurred. Um, so, yeah, give me the Bengals, and I'll lay the 8.5. 9.5. Oh, it's 9.5, yeah. huh? Ew. All right. I guess I'll leave the nine and a half okay. too. Well, I just wanted you to know. <laughs> uh, okay. That, so the the way we have it here, um, so you had the Giants winning or no? I have the Giants losing but covering. Okay. So then I have the Eagles hosting the Giants in the divisional round, and okay. you have the Eagles hosting the winner of the Monday Night Football game between the Dallas right. Cowboys and the Buccaneers. The Cowboys who have not won a road playoff game since when, Jimmy? Do you know? <laughs> I think it was like 30 years ago or 31 years ago or something like that. I was like not that. even two years old. It was January 1993. It's the last time they won a road playoff game against the 49ers. Yuck. Yeah. They are also 0-7 <laughs> against Tom Brady in his career, which, you know, I've I've said I don't think that – that certainly doesn't mean everything. I think it means more than nothing because I think it for the Bucks, I think it gives them some level of confidence. Like, hey, we can beat this Cowboys team. We're underdogs, but like – Tom always beats the, the Cowboys. Like we can, we can do this. We have some level of confidence, especially with the Cowboys losing in Week 18. I think they have some them some hope for themselves. It doesn't look hopeless for them. At the end of the day, though, uh, the Buccaneers are a very flawed team, and yeah, I just think that it could get to a point where things are kind of getting ugly. That Cowboys defensive line is beating up on that Bucks offensive line. And I don't see this being a situation where Brady is like rallying the troops from a from being behind when he might like already kind of have one foot out the door here in Tampa. So um I would love to be wrong. And I think the vibes from the Cowboys have been a little bit suspect as you highlighted from um them being like, it's twenty twenty three. Uh it's a new year. We even even <laughs> lost to Tom Brady this year, which is very dumb because they lost to him this season and last season. And they just lost last week. Um but all that's right. all that said uh, I will go with the hedge, and I will gladly take the L if I'm wrong about this. So I will take the Cowboys as two-and-a-half-point favorites because if, if the Cowboys win the game, they're going to cover. Yeah, that's like uh, like I say to my daughter every year, I'll see you next year on, <laughs> um, like, you know, New Year's Eve. Right. Um, but, yeah, like it's it's the equivalent of saying, like, like if the, you know, the, the Buccaneers beat the Cowboys in September, it's the equivalent of saying, like, well, they haven't beaten us in December yet. <laughs> you know, like, we haven't beaten us in October. Yeah. Uh, but but the Cowboys are 0-1 in 2023. They lost to Sam Howell, right. uh, and they scored six points against the uh, Commanders. They're not playing well. They, they they played like crap in that game, and they didn't play well the week before against the Titans team. They won by 14 points, but it didn't look like – that game did not look that way. Uh, they played badly in that game, in my opinion, against the Titans team that was just resting all their starters. Um, that point that you made about like them saying, you know, about like, uh, for, also like De- Demarcus Lawrence yeah. was part of that too. Or like, it doesn't matter like that, they, that he beat us earlier this year. Um, he also kind of like made comments prior to the Eagles game because yeah. they were the getting asked, their, their players are getting asked about, you know, Jalen Hurts and how well he was at week six. Mm-hmm. Like Hurts had like a great first five games of the season. They're getting asked about like him 
as a quarterback, like what what do you see? Isn't he looks pretty good, doesn't he? And there he was like Demarcus Lawrence goes, Has he played us? All right. <laughs> All you need to write is that he hasn't played the Cowboys yet, so we don't know how good he is. And then the Eagles proceeded to go out and just kick their asses completely in the first half of that game before Lane Johnson got hurt right. and then they uh kind of called off the dogs. Um but yeah, so like it's a blustery team that never seems to back it up. Um did we talk about the 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 record on grass this year? I don't know if we did. I was oh yeah, you mentioned that and I was going to I said I was going to talk to RJ about that and what he made of that. He didn't like downplay. It. He doesn't think it's like an irrelevant thing. He he definitely thought like that, you know. I don't know if he like is terrified of it, but he definitely thinks there is something to that. And I think he specifically said, if you look at like Micah Parsons splits, he's been way better on turf than he has been on grass. Okay. So the point, this point uh, was made by Jason Garrett initially. So we're citing a Jason Garrett point, which is the first time I've probably ever done that. Uh, but the Cowboys are uh, one and one and four on grass. The one game that they won was the aforementioned Titans game where they're arresting their stars. But the other four games were against the box week one, the Eagles, the Commanders, Week 18, and uh, well, the Packers, Packers uh, they lost on, on grass. So um, the point being that their pass rush is built for speed, not for power. Mm-hmm. And on turf, they're much harder to block than they are on grass. And you can also kind of move them a little bit better on, on grass uh, in the run game as well. So um, – yeah, I think that's all legit, but I'm with you. The, the, the Buccaneers just aren't good. Stink. They're they're total offensively completely one dimensional. So they're dead last in the NFL in rushing attempts. They don't even bother because they can't. Dead last in rushing yards. Yards per attempt is three point four. Mm-hmm. That's last. Five rushing touchdowns is last. Uh, three rushes of 20-plus yards is last. They have no rushes of 40-plus yards. Of course, that's last. And they have 79 rushing first downs, again, last. So, like, they just can't and don't run the ball. And, you know, running the ball doesn't you – know, that's not what the NFL is now, but you should also be able to do it a little bit, and they just can't. So I just think that uh, the, the Cowboys are – are much better equipped. I mean, this team shouldn't even be in the playoffs, this mm. Buccaneers team. They're 8-9. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> come on. So if the Cowboys can't take our business on the road, on grass, whatever you want to call it, then, um, I mean, it'll be funny to laugh at them. If they, certainly they can lose. Tom Brady has 35 playoff yep. wins over his career. And we, I remember we, yeah. we were talking about this during the last podcast. We were trying to remember, like, how many – or we were trying to figure out, like, I guess we didn't go deep into how many they had, but I looked it up. And uh, the other – 13 playoff teams, their regular starters who will include like Lamar Jackson in here as well. Uh, 17 career playoff wins. So they don't even have half of the playoff wins that Tom Brady has over his career. And that matters. Like certainly uh, Tom Brady is the reason that you'd sort of hitch your wagon to the Buccaneers if you're picking them. But uh, I'll take the Cowboys and I'll lay the two and a half. And even though it's not the best thing to bet on Mike McCarthy, especially in this kind of spot, I mean, Todd Bowles is even like worth like I would not bet on him. I'd rather I'd rather bet on McCarthy, honestly, at this point. Because I think Bowles is clearly a, an excellent defensive coordinator, but I yeah. think the results have shown that he's just not a very good head coach. It's just not not you know, like strategically and everything it's just not really 
he's not really giving them an edge. I don't think Todd Bowles gives the Bucks an edge at all. So, uh, yeah, I'll take the Cowboys. And that means we have all the same picks except for the 49ers game, yeah, which we have the same I, outcome. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna catch it much if I, even if I, even if it tips a little bit in my favor. The, the only differences we have are I have the 49ers covering, you have them cover, not covering, but you still have right. winning. And I have the Giants winning are outright. We have all the same winners. Oh, okay, and you have okay, the Cowboys, right. or sorry, the Vikings um, winning, um, but the Giants still covering. All right. That does it for this week's edition of BGN Radio. Do you have any final thoughts, Jimmy? Uh, yeah, actually, on Sunday, before the Eagles game, um, a dog was loose in the neighborhood here. Oh, no. And and I chased this thing with Kristen Roach of Roach Realtors for two hours, like legit two hours, like running after that sprinting on some occasions after this dog my objective was more to keep this dog from running out onto route 70 and also like other way to really dox yourself once again (laughs) heavily trafficked roads in my in my uh, neighborhood here um my legs were so freaking sore because it's like it's not just like running in a straight line cutting it's like cutting and backpedaling and like making you know shifty moves there's one point like, i dove at this dog i was able to like knock it over and I, was, I tried to crawl to get it real quick and couldn't it's a small dog it was like this thing weighed probably like 12 pounds fast as hell this little dog so uh anyway after two hours finally it just kind of um gave up like it was just too tired to go anymore um and it basically just came to somebody picking it up actually right on route 70 <laughs> like it's actually stopped traffic uh on route 70 in south jersey here um anyway this dog is going to be up for adoption <laughs> i was wondering what the point of this was monday we might go get it wow. on monday not to keep it long term but just to get it out of the shelter yeah, like to foster and then it. we'll keep it in our home until we can find uh a good home for mm. it so if uh anyone's interested in uh, this pup, uh, who is very fast, but very good, you definitely I'm sure. need a. You definitely need a secure yeah. yard if you're going to own this dog where it can't get out. Um, yeah, uh, hit me up, and uh, I mean, I don't even know if I'm going to get it on Monday. Maybe this is a, a better follow up pot. Maybe this is a, a email, better topic to follow Jimmy up on a, on a future podcast. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'll let you know if if, if we get it uh, on when when again. It's, there's like a certain window of time. That has to pass mm-hmm. before the owner of the dog can come sure. forward and say, hey, that's mine. Uh, so Monday is the day where they just give up on that right. and anyone can adopt it. So uh, that's what we're going to do okay. uh, if uh, if it hasn't been adopted by somebody else. And then uh, we'll look for a permanent home for it. So if you're interested, again, let me know. Uh, again, I don't, even, I don't even know if we'll get it. So, But yeah, that's my, uh, that's my final thought. And if it's your dog, hey, go pick up your dog. If you're listening to this and your <laughs> dog is loose, now you know yeah. hopefully where it is. Um, my final thought, two shout outs restaurant wise went to Moshaloo, Jimmy. Do you know what that is in Philly? Sure. The boat restaurant. Yep. Have you ever been? Do you know what mo- movie Moshaloo is from? Uh, Rocky. Mm, okay. It probably is. In Rocky it is in Rocky. Too, but... I read the, there's like a little uh, thing on the menu that said it was in Rocky, but no, I don't know what the answer you're looking for. Godfather, Godfather. two, I think. Too long. That's what, uh, that's what, um, the Robert you know, like the Marlon Brando slash Robert De Niro character, you know, the, the Don. Yeah. Uh, 
Don Corleone. That's what he, when he's a kid, he comes over on the motion. Mm. Well, um, I think, I think that's right. I don't know. Please don't, uh, please don't contact me if that's wrong. I don't care. <laughs> Everyone in your mentions. <laughs> I, uh, there's, there's nothing like getting something wrong on a podcast and then having 20 people tweet at you as if they're like the only person to correct your mistake. I mean, I value right. the listenership. Don't get me wrong. Um, but it's just kind of funny at a certain point. It's like, okay, yes, I understand. <laughs> um, uh, I, oh, by the way, uh, back to the actual shout out of it. Uh, I've heard things about it like before, like, oh, it's overrated or whatever. And I gotta say, I don't think so. I thought it was a lot of fun. Went with my friend Jess. I had a great time sitting on the boat, had a really good dinner, got a, a swordfish. I, I like a swordfish. I probably mentioned on that before. I think it's a really, uh, maybe underrated even, uh, seafood item. I like how it's a bit like meatier than a typical fish. It's almost like not quite obviously like a steak. Uh, which I'm not necessarily a big fan of, a little bit more tender than that. It's just really good. Okay. So shout out to them. Give them a try if you haven't. Don't let people – I think I, I, I get annoyed when people are like, oh, don't don't try Pats and Geno's. They're overrated. No, it's fine to try those. Do those have the best cheesesteak in Philly? I don't think so. But if you want to try them, I don't think it's like a waste of time. It's okay to try the things that are maybe like perceived as touristy or whatever. Like it's, it's not bad. You can do that if you really want to. Don't let other people yuck your yum, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And then <laughs> the second thing is a big shout out to a place I've given a shout out to before, uh, at Eat Paisanos on Instagram, but they're just called Paisanos. They're in the Italian market. Great sandwiches, okay. Jimmy. You would love them. Got to get you, find a way to get you one one time because they are excellent. I think you would love a Paisanos sandwich. Go with definitely a great lunch spot, but they're open until like seven, so you can get them for dinner too. Um, yeah, right in the heart of the Italian market. I think like ninth and uh, Fitzwater or Christian, right by ninth and Christian or so. Um, excellent, excellent, excellent. Must try Paisanos. Definitely go there. You will not regret it. Um, I had some kind of sandwich with like shaved beef and um, pepperoncini. There was like an egg on there. It was just it's an excellent time. Uh, all right, that does it for this episode of BGN Radio three hundred three. You can check out. My work, bleedingyournation.com, Jimmy Kemsky's work at phillyvoice.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Brandon Gowton, at Jimmy Kemsky. Check the show description for all of our, all of our Twitter handles and stuff. Um, check out Right to Sell and Craft Jerky at rightstosellin.com. Discount code BGN15 for 15% off your order. If you're looking to buy, sell, or rent a house, you can contact Kristen Roach of Roach Realtors by going to roachrealtors.com, or you can call or text this phone number. 856-906-9295. We will be back with you early ish next week at some point when we know who the Philadelphia Eagles will be hosting in the divisional round. Goodbye, everybody. BGN.